Turns out there's a lot more to bowling than I thought. It's not just like rolling a ball. It is actually <laughs> only rolling a ball, but <laughs> to make it do what you want, there's there's more to it, I guess. I didn't know this at all, but you can bowl two-handed. It's an actual legit professional bowling strategy that you showed me. Yeah, the best bowler in the world bowls two-handed. Old Johnny Two Hands. Old Johnny Two Hands, always bowling two-handed. Like, you can bowl more powerfully with two hands but usually at the expense of accuracy hmm. Hmm. just but, like a two-handed melee weapon and like yeah. my favorite video game <laughs> essentially this is the exact same idea it it takes more stamina points too mm-hmm. babies are a pure delight but you know what's not so delightful having to take them outside for walks all of the time Well, the days of long walks and the hot sun pushing a large stroller are over. Introducing the Stroller Roller, the world's first Bluetooth remote-controlled stroller. (laughs) From an app on your phone, you can steer your baby's stroller in real time, all without having to leave the comfort of your own home. It even comes with a built-in speaker on the stroller, so you can talk to your baby if you want to. Does your baby really even know who's pushing their stroller? (laughs) No, they don't. With the stroller roller, you can love your baby while still loving yourself. You cannot see this, and I wish you could, but um, last week, James had a fiasco with uh, some spillage his entire coffee on his computer so this week to mitigate such problems he got a cup holder that attaches to the side of the table and what does james manage to still do it's okay it just landed on the white rug That's no better than, yeah no computer this time better, better the than white laptop. rug than a computer <laughs> so james we have we have come quite a ways it feels like to me over the course of the last few months that we've been doing this at mm-hmm. this point we thought we would kind of talk about that, how we've gotten here, what the process has been like. Because with podcasts, you just get the, the, the finished product after all the editing, but you don't really know how, how it got there. Yeah. And we're still so early on, too. We're, yeah. We just finished episode six or seven, Yep, I believe. This is our first ever recap episode we're doing. Off the cuff. Yeah. It's pretty crazy because... Really, we started launching episodes the middle of February. Mm-hmm. As of the time of recording, it's now the 12th of March. So we've really mm-hmm. been doing this one month. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But a lot has changed in that month. And the first thing that I would say is we we actually started the idea for this show beginning of January. So it's, it's shockingly yeah. harder to get that to that first episode than you'd think. That first episode was the hardest part. Because once you get your idea down, your branding down, what you want to do with the show, then it's easy ideas come more often but Mm -hmm. that first one was pretty tough because we actually even recorded differently an episode yeah yeah uh, that was totally not related we talked about what do we talk about all sorts of like 10 different topics in one crypto yeah the microsoft acquisition of blizzard we were Mm -hmm. still trying to figure out what the show was Mm -hmm. there's even one episode we have in the archive that we've never released it's called biblically accurate angels Mm mm-hmm we released Dark Side of Cruises, and then we had a major audio upgrade mm-hmm. to the point that we were like, 
let's skip forward to the new mics because they just it's sound like so not much even better. the same show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know for those who are interested, the exact mics we have are blue spark SLs. That's right. Yeah. Blue spark SLs. Mm-hmm. We don't use USB mics for the, the tech nerds out there. We upgraded. We used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the difference was so stark, but this whole process of figuring out how to launch the podcast, how to release it, how mm-hmm. to tell people about it. We sort of set it up in such a way that after we were done recording an episode, it could be a week or two before it came out. Mm-hmm. And that had this interesting effect where you all who are listening, you had cool things to share with us. People would reach out and say, oh, I thought of this, or I thought of that, or I thought that was so cool. Yeah. And so we thought it would be cool to do an about that recap and talk about you all, the, the things you shared with us, or maybe some of the things that have changed. Yes. Um, as you probably recall, our first episode was the dark side of cruises. I wanted to talk about cruises, but then <laughs> got down some rabbit holes. So how do I not talk about the dark side of cruises? I kind of got into how many people, if I remember correctly, 195 people have gone missing in the last couple decades from cruise ships, which is a large number when you consider when I think that nobody should go missing off of a cruise ship in in spirit of the dark side of cruises I'm going on a cruise this could be the last time you hear from me I could go missing you will just saying I'm very malleable and I'm a people pleaser so <laughs> you know I'm I'm very susceptible to being kidnapped you're the you are the perfect mm-hmm. person to abduct because perfect. You, you one number one Brett can't say no yeah and terrible you'd be the type that even if you could escape you'd probably think what well, can't hurt the kidnappers feelings I can't just the doors open I'm not just gonna go he's without gone through all this work of kidnapping me he's been fairly amenable at this point I haven't gone without food or anything like that so no harm no foul right also, I have a dry sense of humor. I feel like I should say, and very little of what I say is serious. So please, that's another point of feedback that I've received. Um, is that, uh, I'm not, I'm not very serious, folks. And if it sounds like I am, I'm not. Thought I should preface with that. <laughs> well, I had a couple coworkers reach out who listened to that episode, said that your episode actually makes them kind of kind of think twice before booking that next Ooh. carnival excursion because 195 is a <laughs> lot if 195 people went missing from an airplane mm-hmm. took off from JFK and landed in LA we would be losing our mind yeah but for some reason if it's in the ocean people don't seem to care don't matter <laughs> yeah because the ocean's so mysterious that if someone gets lost you're not finding them <laughs> But you really are taking your journalistic research to a whole new level, Brett, by uh, <laughs> choosing to go on a cruise so so uh-huh. quickly after giving us the dirt. Well, it's it's. I feel my duty as an investigative journalist and podcaster to to give the people firsthand feedback on cruises. So I'll 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 report back when I get back. You're not coming back. This is our last episode with Brett. It's been real. It's been fun. We had a good run. It's, we did. We did. I hope um, you've enjoyed these six episodes. <laughs> it's just a one and done podcast. But I've also had people reach back to me about your 
Mother Nature Always Wins episode, particularly mm-hmm. about the part where you discuss Chernobyl in oh, light gosh. of the recent world events. I don't want to get into that, but it kind of changes the landscape of Chernobyl a little bit, doesn't it? It does. Wow. It's so fascinating. When we recorded that episode, mm-hmm. not much had happened yet. Nothing. Things were tense when we recorded that episode, but the week we released it, which was totally unplanned. Yep. You know, we didn't know the shocking thing, how it ties back to us is Russia took full control of Chernobyl. Mm -hmm. They have soldiers all over Pripyat now. So everything we said about it being this great experiment Mm -hmm. of humans not being there for so long and it being totally untouched. The babushkas. The babushkas. Mother nature reclaiming all Mm -hmm. that's It's completely different now. There's a, a military occupation and operation by Russia, they've effectively taken control of the entire area. I don't want to get too far into current geopolitical affairs, but I think it's just so interesting how, just how quickly the entire context of that episode totally (laughs) shifted, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, your whole point was that Mother Nature always wins, and she does, but Putin, I think, possibly hurt that episode (laughs) and said, hold my vodka, and he won this battle. Putin heard that there were radioactive puppies there and thought, no, 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 we can't have that. Not on Putin's watch. But what's been on my mind, because we've known we've wanted to do this recap for a while, is specifically when it comes to stuff like this, I would really love to hear from our listeners. Yes, because we are not experts. We're not Chernobylists. We are not cannibalologists. So we don't we don't particularly know everything about what we're talking about. So you guys collectively probably know much more than we do. Love to hear that. Yeah, reach out to us on on either Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. or TikTok. We are at about that show on every single one of those platforms if you want to DM us and let us know something that you know about either of those episodes or you can DM us personally. My handle on every social network is at Jimbo slice that and Brett's is at Nudson underscore Brett, right? Brett. That's right. The K is silent and don't be confused. My name on Twitter is Bert Curdson. That is my alter ego, not (laughs) actually me, but that Twitter is yes, actually me. So feel free to message us whatever you want. Well, (laughs) I bet you can't think of a topic we won't somehow want to cover. Yeah, but you can't. We can We can make, well, we will try to make anything interesting. Oh, yeah. That's the point of the show, to yeah. try and make anything interesting. Yeah, so bet you, you can't send us a topic that we can't make somewhat interesting. Or if you're old school and not on the socials, you can email us. Email? What, the, <laughs> what is that? Please email. don't, though. Don't email us. Email with, like, body copy? Fax us. And a subject? Setting up our fax Fax us. Could you send a fax if you had to? No. Do you know how? Well, maybe. I'm sure I could figure it out. But you don't have a fax machine, do you? I mean, I don't even have a printer. I can't remember the last time I used a pen or a pencil. (laughs) That's not on, right, not on a screen, a stylus? I refuse. Actual ink pen? No, that's what the notes app is for. I don't think they sell them anymore. Yeah, I I think they discontinued pens. Get an Apple pen. Get an Apple pencil. Yeah, it doesn't run out of ink. Never. It does run out of battery. It's kind of the same thing. It does. But recharging, well, I guess no. Recharging is not free. Never mind. 
<laughs> but it's cheaper than ink. If you would have told four or five year old you, one day you're gonna have to charge your pencil. <laughs> well, back then we didn't have really widespread cell phones, so I, I don't, I wouldn't even quite know what the term charge, charge means. Like with a battery, with a AAA battery? What? Right. I think I got my first cell phone in t- tenth grade. Hmm. It was just one of those basic flip phones, or maybe it was ninth, but not till like ninth or tenth grade. Yeah. So we're at that interesting age where like half of our life was no technology and then we now have it kind of weird. Yeah. I remember, I still remember having to call people on their home phone, on their landline. Oh yeah. I don't. And asking if, Hey, is, is Brad there? (laughs) Brad! Brad! And then my sister, James, I'm trying to use the phone. (laughs) I told you I had a phone call scheduled. So many problems that kids will never be able to understand. Do you remember not being able to use the internet while someone's on the phone? They have to dial up to the internet. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? Or even stupid stuff like, we bought a CD scratch remover. It didn't work. (laughs) It it didn't work. A buffer? I had one of those too. And my dad fixed electronics back then. That was Uh his career. So he would come home with all sorts of like... So we were the first on the block to have a DVD player, but one of those 300 disc rotating ones, like your whole library of DVDs <laughs> in your DVD player. Yeah. The thing was massive. Those were the jukebox yes. of DVD players. Yes. I think I have a vague childhood memory of that thing. Yeah. Right. It takes like 10 years to program. You have to connect a keyboard externally to it to type in the title of the DVD so that you could search it by number. And then you have to write down on a piece of paper your DVD like, discography. So if you want to watch, you know, Snow White, that's disc 37. You mm-hmm. have to type 037. The thing goes flips through all around of them. and then plays your disc. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And if you accidentally typed 38, if I remember correctly, <laughs> you'd have to go through the whole catalog <laughs> yes. to get back. Yeah, because it only spins one way. Wow, we've come a long way. That was the original Netflix. (laughs) Because you wanted to catalog and organize your DVDs. Uh You couldn't just have them on a shelf like a psychopath. No. Wow, we've come a long ways. But Brett, I wanted to to ask you, kind of to backtrack a little, Mm -hmm. specifically about cannibalism, because it turns out... (laughs) It turns out you can yeah. actually get in a, a tiny bit of trouble on social media for talking about explicit content without marking it as explicit. So <laughs> most platforms don't like you talking about eating people. I never thought this early in this podcast I would have to like come out and say sorry already, but here I am. <laughs> sorry. I didn't know that people would be as sensitive to cannibalism as they are have been but upon retrospect i do realize why (laughs) um i've had an interesting i don't know for me talking about stuff like that has never been difficult and i really do like talking about the taboo things that other people don't like talking about and so i'm sorry and we hope this show can be that right that's part of our vision i think sure i think i didn't realize how graphic that was going to get but (laughs) Of course it was. I was talking about eating feet and stuff. So, my bad. But really what the show is about is we can either take something really normal, like going on a cruise, and discuss it from a niche, weird, 
off-the-cuff perspective like you did. Mm -hmm. Or we can talk about something that no one would ever talk about in real life, Mm -hmm. like cannibalism, Mm -hmm. and try and do the same, right? Yeah. That's what it is. It's it's about that. It's it's about anything. The weird, the mundane, everything in between. Mm -hmm. And... In, in the future, we'll mark things as explicit. <laughs> but this, it, it, made, it made me laugh so hard, and it made me so proud of you when I saw that your tweet got a soft lock, where it's like, mm-hmm. Brett's Twitter got a, like a soft lock on one of the tweets. Absolutely. <laughs> Who knew? It contained mature content, and so I'm like, I can handle the mature content, so I click on that. Mm-hmm. And then the caption says, is it ever okay to eat people? <laughs> Turns out it's not on Twitter. You Twi- pr- yeah. You proved to me that it is. My opinion from that episode. That's what I thought too. Was that the final example you gave the motorcycle accident, yeah. the friend with the gourmet chef? It's okay. That was one hundred percent moral. Eat your own foot if you want to. It, they can't do anything about it. You can mm-hmm. do it. Well, Twitter can block your tweet <laughs> if you tweet about it. So, <laughs> looks like it's not all fair game. <laughs> But oh. you also talked about Wordle. Mm-hmm. It's still popular. Any updates? Only on Wordle? Only one really big update. We confirmed, we have confirmed in the wild that the entropy maximizing algorithm works. Mm. So I've gotten feedback from multiple people, multiple listeners, that they are now solving their Wordle on average in three turns, three or four turns. Wow. By using a good starter word wow. with one of the suggestions. So if you want to test it out, go listen to that episode mm-hmm. and specifically the section on what's what are the right words to start with and the wrong ones. And mm-hmm. if you don't solve your wordles faster, then you essentially you can't be helped because yeah, it works. That's on you at that point. Mm-hmm. James did what he could. <laughs> he provided you with the information you need to succeed. It's just up to you to utilize that now at this point. But you've helped me with Wordle. Are you getting them in fewer tries now? Yeah. Have I you mean, picked I, a can't, different... I can't get fewer than one. If you remember. Shake. <laughs> that was obviously an anomaly, and I don't do that very often anymore. I went back and liked your tweet. Oh, thank you. That's great. I still think about it sometimes I, that I run a podcast with the dude who solved Wordle in one try. Do you think about Do you feel proud of that? It helps me fall Just asleep at me. night. I roll over. I'm cozy. Whenever you're anxious. At least I got a co-host who can solve Wordle on one try. At least Brett knows Wordle good. <laughs> so that makes me giggle. But I'm happy. And that's never happened again, and I don't think will ever happen again. No. Yeah. It's actually not an accomplishment. It's just luck. Really, the accomplishment is solving it in three, I the, think. The real accomplishment would be if someone could pick fuzzy as their first word. And then solve it in... And then solve yeah. it in three. Yeah. So challenge out there if you do it let us know and we'll send you um a banana yep we will send you a banana in the mail we can't guarantee it'll i mean it'll be fresh when we send it no brown spots when we send it the rest is up to fedex yeah they're slammed right now so so good luck getting a fresh banana from us the fuzzy challenge solve get a wordle in three tries starting with fuzzy and we'll send you a banana (laughs) That's it. We're putting that in the description. This is a real <laughs> challenge that we're issuing. Yeah, now we're a, a challenge-issuing podcast. That's great. I guess the final episode to touch base on for our, our recap, I've been thinking about ever since you brought it up to me, 
In fact, every time I go to the grocery store now, I think about it. It's a curse. Hidden influences. Uh-huh. The, the subtle marketing of everything. Yes. But this is actually a really interesting thing, too, with everything that's going on. Just to harp on this more, as if we all want to hear about this more, um, the, the, the war in uh, Ukraine right now. Have you looked into at all the Russian filtering of media? Unbelievable. I saw online someone took one of the main Russian media sites. Russia's probably going to hack this episode. Just kidding. I saw someone took that page and turned it into English. Mm -hmm. And it's unbelievable what was on there. Very little about the war. Like if you were a Russian, you'd have no idea your country's at war based on this special operation, right? Right. They had a couple articles about all of the lies being spewn at Russia. Kind of like they're the victims. And for invading another country, those poor citizens, nation. yeah, probably have don't know the scope of what's happening. So it's just another way that people are influenced by your outside. I've been thinking a lot about this too, because from what I can tell, there seems to be an age difference. For yeah. example, Russian millennials get a lot of their information from the internet and avoid state news. Yeah. So they're, these are the people you, I think that you see protesting in St. Petersburg and in Moscow. Mm. They tend to be more open to Western ideology. And the older demographic is very used to getting their news from state news media. Yeah. They, yeah. They've been listening to the news their whole life. They've been getting their news from a TV, from, mm-hmm. from cable TV. Basically, based on how old you are and what news source you choose, that totally shapes your belief system. So you have one section of Russians that are totally mm-hmm. anti-war protesting another mm-hmm. section that believes it's a, a special military operation not a big deal move on life's life's pretty normal but i have to believe that with everything that's happened with the ruble because of all these sanctions the mm-hmm. the ruble's value has essentially gone down 50 percent mcdonald's is leaving ukraine coca-cola pepsi they're all leaving ukraine my company left ukraine or i mean russia did they yeah we have a lot of Uh, It's an international company. The headquarters are in UK, Mm -hmm. but a lot of business in Russia and they just cut Mm. all that. But very similar to just the whole idea of that episode being we're influenced a lot more than we think we are. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, like even it's kind of like how Russians shape. Well, so do Americans. People shape their idea of the world based on the the media they consume. Yeah. It happens here in the US too, right? Yeah. A little bit, I hope, less filtered than Russia. But do you think the the grocery store we choose has an impact on the way we shop and eat? (laughs) Oh, I do. I so do. I go for the Krispy Kreme right at checkout every time. How could you not? Oh, it's so bad. I've been thinking about that every time I've grocery shopped now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would say if you're out there listening, you should do this experiment with me. The biggest thing I noticed was I actually set a timer last time. <gasps> Smart. We ended up at the dairy section around minute 38. When your brain starts to shut down? Mm-hmm. And the dairy section is shockingly more expensive, in my opinion. Uh-huh. And then all of the really expensive treats... <laughs> And also the really expensive novelty items, like little bathroom decorations, mm-hmm. little picture frames, everything like that is put right at, on, on your way out. Yep. So you start out getting peppers and garlic and 
really necessary things mm-hmm. and know you, what you want yep you end up leaving with donuts and picture frames and weird we'll decorations <laughs> yeah because if you can go i've noticed if you go to the grocery store with a list you know exactly what you're getting you don't go to browse in out mm-hmm. you win but if you spend more than however was it 38 minutes 40 minutes, I think 40, is what you said. Somewhere around the, yeah, that yeah. mark is when you start making those irrational decisions. So beat the game. <laughs> Don't get beat by the game. Oh, that's awesome. It's kind of cool to circle back on these episodes. Yeah. We get new information. And really, I think both of us, what we've talked about offline is we want to engage with everybody mm-hmm. who's listening. I think our hope from both of us is that these recaps can really be a chance for us to get to answer questions that you have about us. Yeah. Feedback you have on all the ep- different episodes. If there are things you want us to include that we didn't think about mm-hmm. with each of these episodes, like in the future when we do this, we'll go over all of that. We'll be able to say so-and-so wanted to point out X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And also just give people a chance to ask any questions mm-hmm. about us that they want or ideas on how the show could be improved, be more entertaining, be become a, fun comedic educational part of your life yeah like what do you want to hear we want to talk about that at this point we're talking about what we want to talk about and that's fun Mm -hmm. that's great we're having a great time but yeah we want to talk about specifically what you want to hear so even if you just have questions we want to be able to answer those yeah like send those in people might have questions about how they can be safer on that next cruise you know yeah things like that or maybe their own experience with something we talk about mm-hmm. that's always nice to hear too i love to hear just your stories absolutely and i think it would be cool sort of on that note going along with that <laughs> to maybe give people a little bit of a, a teaser for the episodes that are that are to come oh yeah over the next couple of months what mm-hmm. do you think about that brett that's a great idea so we we record just to give you an idea of the way we do it we record once a week and we record either one or two episodes we've experimented with both i'm sure we'll go back and forth between recording one or two in a day and then it'll usually get uploaded the subsequent week or two after recording so we are always circulating ideas in our head what is what's one that's circulating in your head (laughs) i have become completely fascinated with bees oh and specifically as in the bumble kind as in the bumble they are the coolest creatures on this planet they are pretty cool and i've gotten i've gone deep down the rabbit hole of bee tube super into bee tube dude will you say that again b tube no say i've gotten super into b tube say that i've gotten super into b tube (laughs) that's Uh, not a thing that's a thing that's a thing so i want to i want to do a whole episode on it on b tube because there are these beekeepers and bee removers (laughs) that they've just taught me so much about how bees work bees are completely crazy they're the coolest animals ever and these beekeepers what are you talking about these beekeepers where are you finding these beekeepers that are <laughs> on beetube knowledge oh on B2. <laughs> so my favorite youtuber is yappy bee man right now <laughs> yappy bee man yappy bee man well, such wholesome energy too i love it we're just trying to propagate wholesome energy here yeah i love it yeah what about you brett you got anything on your 
on the back burner. Speaking of wholesome energy, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if it's wholesome, but I have been, I'm really into in life. I have a lot of hobbies and interests that I would say are in the minority <laughs> of people. Like I really enjoy finding interest in things very few other people have interest in. My latest <laughs> peak of interest has been bowling, the sport. <laughs> I've gotten really into it. I've got my own balls drilled to my hand. I found a bag at a thrift store mm -hmm. to wheel my balls around in. And uh, I'm just loving it. We got we to gotta stop there. Yeah. yeah, really yeah, yeah. We've got to pause. When I went bowling with Brett, mm -hmm. he showed up with his bowling ball <coughs> in what I can only describe as a suitcase. <laughs> and I was like, are you going to the airport after this? I could. And Brett like pulls out his bowling ball. He's like, no, he's just polishing it. Like total flex. And I'm like, oh, this guy is going to kick my ass at bowling. He came, you came with gear. You were outfitted. Mm -hmm. Have my own shoes, balls, rags tape and i can't wait for this episode because you know so much about bowling that i have no yeah, idea about. i've gotten deep into it the last few months i've only been into it since christmas when my girlfriend got me a ball for christmas and you're good he brett is good at bowling let me be the first to say well, i've seen it firsthand Dees, i'm getting better getting better no dude you were you're good you're a you. great bowler thank you thank you very much there's a lot of distance to go though before i'm Olympic before I'm Olympic level. Yeah, that's the goal by 2023, which is next year. Yeah, going to be an Olympic bowler. First oh. off, I have to get the sport into the Olympics, but then I will do it in the Olympics. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, there's other ideas like high school theater that I'd love to talk about, but you can't tell that we did that, huh? <laughs> Anybody who did high school theater. Ends up starting a podcast later on in life. It's a, it's a rule. Because we can't, yeah, there's no plays to audition for right now. So we have to <laughs> do a podcast. I guess the last thing I really want to touch on related to our future episodes is we had our first guest on. Which I thought went great. Logan Passy. Mm -hmm. What a great dude. That story about how anesthesia hunted by a drug addict mm -hmm. yeah the yeah. fancy party lifestyle mm -hmm. so cool and just so knowledgeable and such a humble guy too he is he so knows humble. so much and will never say it it's it's always cool to meet someone who's so incredibly bright like that mm -hmm. but also so down to earth rare human and we realize we know a, a ton of people like that mm -hmm. tons of people like that and so that first guest episode went so well that we want to do some more mm-hmm and I won't won't give any spoilers on on guests, but we've been talking to some people, some mm -hmm. people we know in the works. Uh, you, we want to do a guest episode on artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. which I am so deeply interested in. Me too. And we know some folks who are so bright who know so much about this area. Mm -hmm. Make me feel so dumb, but in the best way. <laughs> and who can probably make it a little bit more accessible if you don't know anything about it. artificial yeah, intelligence, yeah. right? Yeah. But the other one that comes to mind is yoga. We know someone who's a yoga mm -hmm. instructor. Yeah. And we're, both of us are not exactly limber. That's a polite way to put it. I've heard it's good for you. So we'd like to do a guest episode on that as well. So yeah. we've got those to look forward to. Yep. Yep. All in the works. Mm -hmm. And then any ideas you guys can conjure up in your minds as well. Let us know. Unless it's, I don't know, illegal. Even then, though, we'll, we'll still, still talk about it. Twitter will just flag us, but we'll still talk about it. <laughs> Nothing is off limits.